My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here from Podcast Rebels team, and I am really looking forward to having the guest that we have on today, Rose Davidson. She's an entrepreneur, podcast host of Talking with the Experts. She's a producer and trainer, uh, presenter as well. So she's also had um, Amazon number one international best-selling author. So she has done a lot, you guys. She's also the co-founder of Healing Through Love. So welcome to the show, Rose. Thank you so much for coming on today. I know it's a late one for you. You guys, it's 11 p.m. for her. So she is staying up late just to come on the show. And I appreciate it. So how's it going, Rose? Thanks, Brittany, for having me. It's, it's, uh, It's a great pleasure to be here. Oh my goodness. I, I, I feel honored having you here. So thank you. Now, Rose, I know I gave you a brief introduction, but if you don't mind taking us back a few steps as to, you know, telling us a bit about your journey and what brought you to where you are today. Well, in business, I started back in 2015. I was doing admin work for female entrepreneurs and uh, I was doing everything and getting nowhere. And um so I changed that to doing online um, event management, which I really enjoy doing. I think it's great where I um, you know, either help people behind the scenes or I MC for their online events, or um, I actually organize the whole thing from start to finish. So that, that's, I, I really like doing that because I'm, I'm, I like the technical part of it. And then in 2020, in July, um, just after everyone went into lockdown, I was noticing that a lot of businesses were um, closing, especially a lot of bricks and mortar businesses. And uh, a lot of them didn't sort of see past the, the barrier that they could take their business online. And so I, I thought, well, how can I help these business owners so they're not closing and they're not going broke and, and what have you? And I thought, why not do a podcast? People had been talking about doing podcasts and I'd never done one. I'd, I'd posted, uh, you know, online live streams, but never done a podcast before. So from uh, inception to my first interview was two weeks. Um, I had everything up and going in two weeks. And um, yeah, um, I think tonight I interviewed my 473rd guest. Um, yeah, wow, so. that's exciting. <laughs> So yeah, I'm um, I'm really busy with the podcast. I I um, I haven't monetized it at all. It's all for free. I it's just a uh, a coffee chat with my guests. I like to keep it really simple. And um, yes, and um, I get a lot of positive feedback with the way I conduct the interviews. So yeah, but that was how it started. It just started because of the pandemic, and I wanted to help people incredible what a great way to go about doing that especially globally you're able to help people now because of the podcast so you mentioned something rose earlier in regards to you were doing everything but not really going far with anything is that what you meant so very yeah, pretty much I was I'm just doing admin work and 
female entrepreneurs don't like to uh, give out their work. You know, they like to keep it to themselves. And Mm -hmm. quite honestly, I thought, well, I'd been doing admin work for over 35 years and my heart really wasn't in it, but it was the skills that I could offer that, um, you know, prompted me to start my own business. But yeah, admin work, I like to do it, but I don't like doing it as a full-time job because, uh, yeah, after so many years of doing it for corporate, I just I can do my own or can do some for our social enterprise or for the charity that I'm affiliated with but uh, other than that no I don't offer it as a service anymore. (laughs) Understandable now with that being said within the business can you talk to us a little bit about you know um, where you're at at in it right now and how you go about delivering your services today? Well all my services are done online Um, I offer uh, podcast um, editing services or a done-for-you package where um, I do everything except the hosting. Um, The the person who owns the podcast hosts and I just do all the editing and upload it to the socials and to YouTube and all those other places for them. Um, And that's probably my highest ticket offer uh, other than doing uh, six months of... um, online event management for somebody so they can book me for six months and that's probably the highest one I have incredible what a good way you know especially podcasts there's a lot of work that goes into it and if you can you know if people can delegate that for you to do some of that for them done for them what what a difference that can make in some entrepreneurs lives right or uh, anyone's lives I guess they don't have to be in business but um, it takes a lot off their plate so that they're able to focus on, you know, one thing, whether that's just the hosting or anyways, that, that's amazing that you're doing that. So, yeah, well, a lot now, of people are tech savvy, Brittany. So, um, you know, they can talk in a microphone and, you know, look at a camera, but to do all the technical stuff behind the scenes, um, it's, you know, people, some people just aren't um, built that way to do all that stuff so you know that's where I come in and, and do all that for them and I also have a, a training program so I actually teach people how to be podcasters love that so now how do you go about delivering those services or attracting that clientele what's the clientele ac- acquisition for for doing that I haven't launched the program um, people know about it you know my, my circle of um, acquaintances um, but I haven't actually launched the program because my site's um, having work done on it. So I can't really do anything much more at the moment. But the, it takes them from inception of, you know, podcast idea to actually launching the podcast and interviewing their first guest. And so I am so happy to hear that. I love this. <laughs> you know, it teaches them how to be a good host. It teaches them how to be a good guest because it's really important that uh, podcasters guest on other podcasts so not only does it get your face out there but you get your services out there and you learn um, you know how other people are running their podcasts and some it could be something that you could incorporate into your own so I find that really really useful absolutely it's so helpful going on other interviews as well uh, not just interviewing on your own that way you can get a good idea of how other people are doing it and you can tie it into the way you're doing it uh, it's a great learning experience also getting into their network too and meeting more people having more connections it's it's a great way to do it so and are what are the ways that you monetize your podcast or do you 
I don't at the moment. I am thinking about um, um, having a fee where, because it takes a lot of work to do the editing, mm -hmm. it takes me about two, between two and two and a half hours to edit each episode. And I do at least 12 episodes a week. So that's, you know, 24 hours in total or more out of my time every single week to uh, edit these right. podcasts. So um, I was thinking of charging people a, a fee that would cover those costs. I, I'm still thinking on it. I'm, I'm mm, sort of thinking yes, but I'm not really comfortable with it. I don't know why. It just, I think that the service that I offer, my podcast is uh, started off as free. I think it should stay free. Um, but I'm always looking for sponsors and uh, people that can, can always go and buy me a coffee at buy me a coffee. <laughs> Love this. I, I, yeah, there's so many different ways you can go about, you know, getting, even just getting an ROI from your podcast. It's a lot of work and it's a lot, I mean, it, it can, it can become costly. So something, whether that's people paying a little bit for, for coming on the interview or whether that's, you know, tying it in your business one way or another and making that ROI, um, there's so many different ways to go about it. So uh, you are, you have, I mean, 474 episodes already. So that is a lot of your time, right? So very relatable to those listening that also struggle with that time and and um, and the money yeah, portion it, of it the It is podcast. very time consuming. I mean, most of my interviews are 30 minutes. So by the time you edit that, so you add 30 minutes on for the interview, then there's the prep in the, at the beginning. So it's making sure that they filled out their guest information form. If they haven't, you've got to chase them up. Even though I've automated the, the the system to send out reminders, not all the time that they do that, so I still need mm -hmm. to chase them up. And then you know, then there's the editing afterwards. So a lot of people just haven't got the time to do all of that stuff because it is time consuming, and you need to really know and and have the right programs in place to um, be able to do that. So yeah, it, it's um, it's not an easy journey being a podcaster, that's for sure. Absolutely. No, I get it. It, it. it can be a challenge, especially at the beginning, especially at the beginning. And I know other people listening will relate to that. So tell me a little bit about, you know, um, all the ways you generate income um, for your business. What is what is your biggest way you grow to, in today's, I guess, in 2023 so far? So far, I think it's um, the online event management. Um, people are um, still you know, either doing hybrid events or um, strictly online um, because they've worked out that online is is a hell of a lot cheaper than having an in-person event and um, you can still get the same kind of attendance uh, on it with an online event and sometimes you get more because people don't have to dress up and go out so they can just sit behind the computer in their pajamas or you know um, have a snack or whatever is beside them and they can just you know attend the event and um, so I think what um, what Zoom's done since the pandemic is absolutely am is amazing because um, you know they they were you know good ish but now I think they're you know quite top of the line and and another one is Streamyard I think they're really great too I think they've really improved a lot since um, the pandemic because they've had to they've had to change their business model to suit the environment and I think that's what all business owners really need to do now you know despite the fact that we can now, you know, um, go face to face, 
I still think they need to change their business model and have um, more hybrid meetings or a big, yeah. you know, in the, even in the workplace because, um, you know, it saves heap of money. People don't have to travel, um, you know, they don't have to catch cabs, they don't have to travel distances, they don't have to fly anywhere, you don't have to pay for accommodation. And, um, you know, you're only just like, like we're talking here today. I mean, we're on opposite sides of the world. Um, but you know, you just take make that time to to attend a meeting, and you can do that from anywhere in the world that you are. Absolutely, Rose. It's, it, that's a huge point. Like online is a way to go today. I mean, people are a lot more comfortable doing, you know, doing this from the comfort of their own home. Um, and which at the end of the day, it will make these businesses grow much faster, right? Um, because there's going to be more people available to, you know, join courses and do live events and stuff like that from the comfort of their um, home. So I agree with you there. Now, um, within your business, what would you say is one of the biggest challenges that you might, you know, see over and over again within either clients or um what yeah what is one of the biggest challenges that might be relatable to other business owners um listening here today my biggest challenge is myself only because i uh and a lot of a lot of people will relate they get imposter syndrome yeah people have that i'm a perfectionist so everything's got to be you know it, it to me sometimes good is just not good enough and i have to spend hours and hours and hours on something so um, I think, and sometimes I lose that little bit of motivation when I'm, I overthink stuff. Um, and I think it just looks too hard. So I just put it on the back burner and then it's due like tomorrow. So I race through it and I don't give it the full attention that it should have. And I think, yeah, so I think I'm my worst, my own worst enemy as far as business is hey. concerned. <laughs> you know what? I think we all are sometimes, right? Absolutely. That's so relatable. So relatable, Rose. Um, so based on where you're at today, what would you say within the next six to 12 months is maybe your number one focus within the business and maybe within the podcast as well? Well, my, um, my um, vision board says that I'm going to be in the top 10 podcasts in Australia by the end of this year. I made it to wow. um, 81st last June. So I'm looking to be in the top 10 this this year. Um, and I think and just grow my, my podcasting business. So when my website's back up and going, then I'm going to launch my course. And it, it can either be, um, I'll either have it online or I'll be in a group session where they can work with me one-on-one. I love this. This is so exciting. And, you know, back to the podcast, you had mentioned, you know, you interview um, a lot of business, uh, people in business and, and talk about, well, you have a coffee talk, right? So how do you go about, yeah. How do you go about attracting these specific people to come on your podcast or do you reach out? What is your method that's been working? Cause I mean, you already have a lot of episodes, so something's working. (laughs) Yeah. I use matchmaker.fm actually. Um, I get, 90% 90% of my uh, guests from there. There are two, uh, I've joined two Facebook groups. Um, I've got a lot of people from there as well. And um, just lately, people have been reaching out to me to um, from uh, agencies uh, asking me, would I vet their clients and would I please interview them, which is really nice. 
Oh my goodness. That's exciting. I mean, you don't always have to go out looking for them. You are attracting them, which is huge. So I, I love it. I love them. Gorgeous. Come on. <laughs> of course, that is exactly it. And you know what? It's so nice not having to chase people down and actually have them attracted to you. And that's what I love about podcasts. It's like a snowball effect. Like, you know, once you get it out there and you probably teach people this, the doors and opportunities that open are just endless and it's globally and you're reaching people that you normally wouldn't reach had you not had a podcast, Absolutely. right? So you're yeah. really getting out of your own area and community and really shooting out into the world, which is incredible. It's so exciting. Yeah, I checked my the podcast stats the other day. I don't normally check them and I, I just thought I was a bit curious and got um, 32 uh, unique monthly um audience so yeah I, I thought wow that's amazing <laughs> 32, absolutely it is audience yeah I was gobsmacked I was I thought that's bloody incredible <laughs> absolutely and I think it and this is why it's so important to check the stats right take a look at them see where they're at and you absolutely, know you'll, you'll yeah. be surprised yeah if I hadn't got, if surprised. I hadn't have um, been part of um um charitable I wouldn't have known that I was like um Seven, ranked 17th in New Zealand last year and 81st in Australia. I wouldn't have known that. So, yeah. So you, see, you wouldn't even have an idea. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And everyone who's got a podcast should be on Chartable or PodTrack or, or somebody, one of those ones that can actually give you the stats that you need. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a, a no-brainer, really. Absolutely. And hey, congratulations on that. That's huge. Um, it's super exciting. And how motivating is that to see it, right? Um, yeah, everybody listening, please go check those stats and keep track of that data because you'll be surprised. So Rose, what would you say you'd have to do? And I like to ask this question um, on my episodes a lot is, you know, if you were to double your revenue and profit within the business in a year, or maybe even in, yeah, I'd say in a year, what would you have to change? And what would you have to, um, what would maybe be a new challenge that would come along with it that you'd have to overcome? Um, I think it wouldn't be a challenge. I'd have to get some outside help. I'd have to start outsourcing things. Outsourcing. How do you feel about outsourcing? Because that is a good topic that's going to relate to my listeners as well. It's something we often talk about. Yeah, it's just, I need to get my SOPs in place um, before I do that. But And that's really important. You've got to have your step-by-step processes to give to your virtual assistant or whoever you're going to outsource mm-hmm. to because, um, you know, you want things done the way that you've been doing them um, when you hand over the, the task to, to your VA. And um, so having mm-hmm. those processes written down and then have regular meetings with them is really really important so that you're both on the same page um, and that the work is um, coming out the way that um, it has been previously so that it there doesn't look like there's been a change in in people doing it right you really have to have the right systems and processes in place um in order to duplicate what you're already doing right and have it done the same way. Absolutely. Uh, so important. I, I honestly think a lot and based on other conversations as well that I've had is like that outsourcing and delegating is, 
you know, sometimes the hardest thing to do because, you know, you're so used to doing it all yourself and it's going the way that you enjoy it. So it is something hard to let go of that control, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, why why my admin business didn't go very well because yeah, people just didn't want to give up the control and, you know, it wouldn't be done the way they did it. And so yeah, and it is hard because yeah, you're right. You've been doing it yourself for such a long time, and giving it to somebody else, you'll think, will they do it the same? Will it turn out the same? And then you think, yeah, oh, maybe they're doing it better. Oh yeah, okay, right. Good oh. <laughs> and another thing is like sometimes you know it's it's actually great to find someone who can do it better than you and just put them in the right positions where they're needed. And then you can focus Absolutely. more as a CEO in the, and put your attention, your full 110% attention into focusing on the business and not so much in it, right? But it's a hard thing to let go. And I know that because um, I, I talk about it lots on these episodes and that's something very similar that everyone seems to say say is, letting go of that control and allowing other people to go ahead and, and move into those positions and delegate. It's, it's a difficult thing to do that letting go. Yeah, well, I'm trying to get to, to six figures by the end of this year. So I haven't got long to go, but um, yeah, that's my, my goal for this year, as well as, you know, becoming a top 10 podcast host in Australia. I love so, it. Yeah. And it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I've put it out to the universe, so they're working on it. It's going to happen. <laughs> you got to, it's all right. Re- it's already happened, Rose. Let's do it. <laughs> Just Let's talk see. as if it already has happened, right? And so Absolutely. what is your 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 main plan to get to that six figures mark within your business? Uh, I think just um, sell more courses and uh, and yeah. more online event management. I think that that would be my my main things because I love Absolutely. them so much. I love doing it. I love my podcast. I, I thought about giving it up sometime last year because I just got burnt out because I was just doing like I was doing five interviews um a day some on some days and I was doing like 15 20 interviews a week so five days a week and it was just too much and I just got burnt out and I took about three months off but uh, yeah oh you're not alone Rose I mean it's hard to put in all that time and effort for something that you're not getting an ROI on it at the time right or always and that's something that I hear often about the podcast and you know good for you for not giving up on it because um most I mean most podcasts only last seven to nine episodes and then people give up on them I couldn't believe it like I did a I did a, a search for stats on podcasting there's like over 3 million podcasts, like podcast people, podcasters in the world. And about, I think 5% of those have continued on past their 10th episode. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's amazing. That's true. Rose, this has been absolutely amazing. And, you know, these coffee times are so short, but, you know, you came on here with the value that I needed for my myself and my audience. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Now, I just want to give you the next minute to go ahead and if you want to talk about any of the offers or anything coming up within your business and the best way anyone can connect with you if they are looking to reach out. Terrific. Thank you so much, Brittany. Uh, yeah, they can absolutely. reach out to me at um, rose-davidson.com. Um, and uh, uh, they can find all my services on there. So I do podcast editing. I do podcast um, 
start to finish. So I do an all-in-one package as well. I do either audio editing or video editing, or I can do them both for you. I also um, do online event management as we've, as we've discussed, and I've got packages available on there for either one event or I can do a six-month package. And so just hop over to the website, go to uh, work with me, the tab there, and all my services are listed on there, or go to the shop and find out how much it's going to cost you. And uh, yeah, and I thank you for the opportunity, Brittany. It's been wonderful. Absolutely, Rose. It's a pleasure having you on today. Uh, thank you again. This was super exciting. And I can't wait to see you at the top 10 in Australia with the podcast. It's already going to happen. So, and I know it. So I'm really excited for you. Thanks so much, Brittany. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you want to come on the show, just like Rose Davidson did today to talk about your business, talk about the podcast. We can go into detail about the roller coaster ride it takes to be a successful entrepreneur and what you do. Please go to top100interviews.com. I would love to have you on as well. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Rose. Catch you on the next episode. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.